You heard me say it, and I believe it wholeheartedly, that if you lead with identity, everything else will follow. But I've had the experience in my work of coming in contact with individuals who want what follows, but aren't willing to lead with identity. It used to bother me and I could not figure out why they did not want to lead with identity. Then it dawned on me that people think that doing identity work means that you're broken. When in fact, it has nothing to do with brokenness and it's not an attempt to fix you. Identity work is about coming in alignment with who you are and not fixing, but honoring who you are and building a brand that is most authentic to who you are. So if you're ready to leave with identity and become a supernormal superstar, visit YourSupernormal.com right now and let's do the work. I think we all, when we're kids, when we're young children, we all have a sense of who we are, who we want to be. And that's why we're so imaginative and, and, and we're so creative when, as kids because we can see ourselves as firefighters. We can see ourselves as superheroes. And if we would have held on to that feeling all the way through our, into our adulthood, we probably, for people who did, they, they became those things or they've done the things that they wanted to do as kids. And for, for, for me, you know, going through all of the things I, I, I had to go and be every, I had to do and be everything that I wasn't to find who I am. Many people define stagnation as not producing or being at a standstill. I get it. However, I would like to add a little weight to the definition and say that I may be producing. I may be moving. However, my production and my movements are disrespectful to the purpose that's inside of me to the greatness that's inside of me. If that's going on, that's stagnation as well. And that's okay. Guess why? Because I have developed a tool. I wrote a book called From Stagnation to Transformation. And that book was written specifically for individuals that feel stuck, that feel lost, that feel like they're just wandering in the wilderness, that feel like they just, I need something is just missing. It's okay. I want you to head over to www.cliftonpettyjohn.com forward slash transformation. There you're going to find a complimentary portion of the book. That's right. A complimentary portion of the book. I want you to read that portion. After that, it's going to ignite such a fire inside of you that you're going to want to purchase the your personal copy of From Stagnation to Transformation. So I want you to do that as well. Why? Because I believe that it'll give you a 21-day jumpstart to fulfilling or re-identifying purpose in whatever core area you find yourself stagnant in. So again, visit www.cliftonpettyjohn.com forward slash transformation. What's up, everybody? You are listening to the What Now podcast, where we discuss ways of effectively addressing life's most difficult moments.
Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the What Now Podcast. That's right, the What Now Podcast, where we discuss effective ways of facing life's most defining moments. And we are live tonight. And I believe, yeah, this is our first live show of the What Now Podcast. Of course, we had Transformation Radio where we were live, but this is our first live broadcast, and it is also the season three finale. So I'm excited about both of that. I'm excited about everything that is going on with the What Now Podcast. My name is Clifton Pettyjohn. I am your trusted voice of transformation. I teach individuals how to revolutionize their lives through purpose identification in execution. Before we get started, let's do our breathing exercises. Breathe in, hold it, breathe out. One more time, breathe in, hold it, breathe out. If you were able to complete that exercise with us, then it means, number one, that there is still breath remaining in your body. Therefore, that means that there is still purpose remaining with you. Number two, it means that you have gathered the uh, energy that you have devoted to your past and the energy that you have dedicated to your future and you have merged them with the energy of right now or the energy of the present because you have brought them all together. Now we can focus on what needs to be focused on in order to produce a present that's connected to our purpose. All right. So again, thank you all for joining us on tonight. As I said, this is the season three finale. Listen, we have a guest on tonight. He's been on another platform, Transformation Radio, two times. However, he has never been on this platform. But I contacted him because it's something that I want to do with a lot of my former guests, and he's going to be the first one that I'm doing this with. But I just wanted to contact him for a life update. If you heard the first two conversations, then you already know we are in for a treat on tonight. I'm not even going to continue to talk. I want to go ahead and bring him to the stage. Some of you may know him as Darius Lavelle. Some of you may know him as Kid or the Icon Kid. He is a actor. He is a model. He is a student and it's so much more to him. And some of us have witnessed the personal transformation that he's went through from the physical standpoint. But what I love about physical transformation is that it's always a deeper uh, definition of that transformation. So we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about some things he has planned, and then we're just going to have fun with the entire conversation. So again, help me welcome Darius Lavelle to the show. Darius, how are you tonight? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. I'm excited to have you with us. Uh, our last two conversations I enjoyed, so I already know this is going to be a great conversation. Well, I'm excited about doing this. Um, and I think that, honestly, you reaching out to me at this time was, like, the perfect time. And they always say God timing is always the right timing. So um, I'm going to let this be a vessel and a way to help anybody else out there through my story. And, you know, my trials and tribulations. And that's so powerful because a lot of times we don't even realize how much our story can help other people. And if we can begin to freely share it, we'll begin to understand even the more just how much we're able to help other people. So here's what I want to start with. I want to start with the icebreaker question. And the icebreaker question I'm going to ask you is, what is 
the best advice that you ever received from somebody? My mother. Um, my mom, I did this. I did this. Um, so I'm 40 and I just, I turned, I turned 40 last year and, um, I did this, um, little private video about turning 40 and what that meant for me. And, um, my mom and my dad, um, did a video for me for the, the bio. And, um, my mom said to, said to me, um, because I was leaving, I was leaving home and I was going off to do this all over again, start from the beginning. Um, and, um, my mom said to me, you know, your happiness is your happiness. Only yeah. you, only you can go out there and get it. Don't let no one steal your joy from you. And, um, if you mess up, you fall down, it's okay. Get back up, dust yourself off and start all over again. And if you need your mama, call your mama. And, um, <laughs> and, you know, that, that was something that comforted my soul to know that I'm still blessed to have my mom in my life. And my mom is still rooting for me, even after all the bad and poor decisions that I made, you know? Um, and, and that was what I needed to take with me on this journey that I'm now on that has taken off rapidly more faster than I thought it would. Um, but that's the best advice. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. Talks about tenacity and being able to, to bounce back from anything. And I believe that everything happens for a reason and everything is connected to who we are as individuals. So I love that advice that your mother gave you. Now, here's what I want to do. I want to give you an opportunity, opportunity to introduce yourself to everybody. And we're going to do it from the concept of maybe they didn't listen to the other two interviews, or maybe they don't know who you are. Uh, but I want you to share as much as you want to share. And then we're going to go into the conversation. Okay. Well, everyone, my name is Darius Lavelle, AKA kid aka the icon kid um i started off <laughs> in this in this public life as a adult entertainer i did that for about 13 years um along with escorting and and um pretty much looking for myself looking. and um throughout all that transformation i left that stuff alone and i decided to rebuild myself and find myself and went back to school. Um, I have a regular full-time nine-to-five job, um, and started all over um, as Darius and not as a public figure. Um, and I had to take myself off of social media and um, kind of focus on me. And believe me, as much as there has been ups, there's been a lot of downs in this process. But I'm happy to be here to you um, on collecting show and to be able to share my story with you guys. You hit something and this is where I want to start the conversation off. You talked about starting all over. You talked about starting all over. How did you come to grips with the reality that, Hey, I number one need to start over. And this is the time for me to start over. Oh, wow. Um, I think as 
but I look back at my life, um, especially my twenties my and my thirties, it was it was me being on a hamster wheel, going around and around really fast and I wasn't getting anywhere. And I was stuck in a vicious cycle. And this cycle continued and continued and continued as long as I let it, you know, continue. And it wasn't until um and I'm gonna be honest, um, I believe in spiritual warfare and I believe that, you know, I'm always being attacked, but there has there had to be a reason for that. And once I kind of connected myself with the idea that there must be something more to me than what I know of myself or what people say about me or think about me that has these these negative energies always attacking me and has me doubting myself. So once I kind of clicked to that, going through the cycle and then like, you know, being totally honest with myself, like, is this what I really want to keep doing to myself? Is this who I want to continue being? You know, um, is this what I really think of myself? To have to go through this and to accept it. And once I had that conversation, and it's funny because I, you know, I told you about the advice my mother gave me. The video that I did about turning 40, I had just went through a cycle of relapse. And as a drug addict, a person trying to get off of something that you know is not good for you, but always for some reason it's always drawn to you and you are drawn to it for whatever reason. And you relapse and it's like, oh God, I just threw away all this that I just tried to work for. And that that feeling of of defeat and that feeling of um not only letting yourself down, but letting your you know the people that you care about down, it's so bad. And I think a lot of people kind of get stuck in that. And they instead of trying to come out of it and 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 fight that 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 feeling of, you know, this is who I am. And once I connected to that and I realized that, you know what, I deserve, I deserve to be something better because I know what I'm capable of. And um, I pulled myself out of that, 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 that relapse, got back on the wagon. I took a leap of faith. I left, you know, my hometown, my family, and I hit it, you know, to another city to start all over again, but to, to, to do it the right way. You said so much uh, right in there, and I want to start somewhere. You said that you came to a reality that there was more to you than what was you were allowing yourself to experience at that moment, paraphrasing what you're saying. I love that because I lead a faith community, and one of the things that I always talk about from the subject of transformation is that each and every one of us has the more than meets the eye inside of us. Now, when you came to the reality that there was more, you know, to you than what you were allowing yourself to experience, what did that feel like in that moment? And then how did you begin to take the steps, you know, to embrace that more that was in you? So to, to be completely honest with you, when they say the truth hurts, the truth hurts. Once you realize what the reality of things is and, and not the the mirage or the, the 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 dream that you put on it, the spin of life, when I when you come into reality with yourself and you or you're totally honest and vulnerable with yourself first, and you realize, you know, I've been I, I'm I'm the reason why my life is the way that it is. No one else's fault. Not my mother's, 
not my fathers, not 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 my haters, not my enemies. When I realized that I'm the reason why I'm where I am, it hurt and I cried. I, I cried and it was a cry, it was a cry not just because of a reaction of, of how that felt, but a cry to God. A cry to, you know, where I'm where where I where I come from, where my spirit lies. Like and I and I I literally I, I surrendered in that moment. And surrendering, I feel like is different for everybody. But for me, surrendering, I surrendered what it was that was driving my flesh. I gave it just if you if you if Lord, if if I give this up, if I give this up and do whatever it takes to give this up, will you take care of me? Will you guide me? Will you direct me? Will you protect me? And these are the things that my higher power has been doing for me from the beginning. I just couldn't see that because I was caught up in self and what what felt good to self. And everything that feels good to self isn't good for you. And when you neglect your spirit and you just constantly feed your flesh, you're going to get the things of the world, the bad things of the world, the bad people, the predators. Um, you also don't realize that you're out there probably hurting people the same way that you're being hurt. But yet you're so mad and you're so angry at the world for your, your own problems that you don't realize that you are the one responsible. No matter what has been done to me, no matter the times I've been raped, no matter the times that people have slandered my name and talked shit about me. I don't know if I could say that, but sorry. <laughs> um, it's not even their fault. It's my fault for allowing these people back in even after what I know and what I've experienced with people, I, 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 and I, I'm not justifying anything, but I have to stop looking at everybody else and why everybody else did things and look at myself and why I'm doing it. Because that's the only way, I'm the only one that's the person that can fix it. So to realize that, to feel that it hurts, that I'm the reason why my life is the way that it is. Especially when I know what I'm capable of. Um, but once you, it's, it's, it's the same thing with drugs. Once you admit that you have a problem, you can fix it. And no, fixing it doesn't happen overnight, but that's where it starts. And it's a process. It's a road. It's a journey. And there, it's not always good times. And, you know, Going back to what my mom told me, when I and I've fallen off the wagon a few times, and you know, recently, <laughs> but it's about not staying in it, realizing it, recognizing it, and bringing yourself back out. And that's something that requires you to be strong and to be very, very much strong with your faith, um, and knowing when to call on God at the right moment, you know. That's so good. And uh, first, you can say shit on here. That is fine. <laughs> That's number one. <laughs> and, and, and second, <laughs> second, what I'll say is that one of the things I usually say during the intro is that we used to call when I first started the podcast, we started saying, 
you know, how we can face life's most difficult moments. But then we matured and we understood quit calling them difficult moments and call them defining moments because we have the right, the authority, and most importantly, the responsibility to define those moments and not allow ourselves to be defined by them. What you said to me embodied responsibility uh, because you were talking about, you know, how sometimes we look and everybody's our enemy. The world is our enemy, but we don't even realize the strength that we have. We have the strength, you know, to navigate through our own personal journey and our own personal lives. So I love what you just said there. I love what you just said there. Now you also talked about, and this is what I want to hit because a lot of people get stuck. They get stuck, but you said something. You said, I've fallen off the wagon even recently, but I did not stay stuck there. I did not stay stuck there. What is it now that causes you not to stay stuck? And the reason I'm asking that question is because there's a lot of people that are out there that once they have that fall, they feel as if there's no way, no hope, no how. They're constantly beating themselves up. You know how it goes. So what is it that gives you that strength to get up now and say, you know what? Let's keep it moving. So. I'm I'm gonna keep it real. I think the the one thing outside of beating yourself up that's bad is when somebody else is beating you up for what you did to yourself. And I think that pain, that 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 animosity, that feeling that you, it stirs you, it allows you to stay mad. What you're doing is you're feeding the beast. You're feeding your addiction. You're giving yourself excuses and reasons to use. And, and I tell anybody this much, I don't care how many people have a problem with the fact that I still have this thorn in my side or people who think that I should have learned from my experience or this one. Why, why don't you just stop? So when it comes to this, and I, I heard this in church last Sunday, um, the righteous man will fall many times. The righteous man will fall many times. There is a reason why people are going through certain things. And some some people go through it and have to go through it for a long time, but it doesn't matter how long because it's not about the timing. Because every time that I've relapsed or every time that I've made a mistake, there's something new I learned in those situations or those experiences that I didn't learn the last time. See, every time that I relapse, I, I start learning what my strength is. I start learning the power of telling myself no or being able to be realistic with myself in that moment. And for some of us, we can get so caught up in the euphoria and the pleasure or the numbing of whatever the drug is doing for you to help you not think or feel about what is really the issue at hand. And at the end of the day, you numbing yourself and not thinking about it only let that problem fester and it's still there so when you finally the little high the trip that you're on that's so great and euphoric all of a sudden you get some bad drugs all of a sudden you run out of money and you ain't get no drug and now you're starting to come off of it and now it puts you in this place of of of, of neediness and greediness and instead of letting that just continue to come out of your body and go through it you say oh no this definitely feels horrible i definitely don't want to feel this because now that problem that's been festering over here now you're starting to feel it again because you don't have the drug 
you don't have whatever the drug was giving you there to validate you or to 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 numb you. So now you're feeling that feeling times forward and it's so out of control that it causes you to just, you know what, I'm gonna push the level a little bit more. Now I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna steal it. Now I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna take it. Now I'm gonna go sell my body for it. Now you're doing things because now you really need it. But the whole the whole the whole the whole idea of all of it is to go through the motion. In order to learn, in order to to move to the next level, you have to go through the motion. And for people like me who are who are empaths and are feelers and are sensitive, when I feel, I feel, regardless if it's happiness, anger, sadness, when I feel, I feel. I sometimes feel other people's shit. That has nothing to do with me. And I'm sitting over here and I'm in a mood and I don't realize that it's not even mine. And 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 it's easy for a lot of us to take on other people's shit. And we're sitting here feeling bad and now you just want to numb yourself or get that out. But we have to learn how to, to cope with life on life's terms and to feel these emotions and let ourselves go through it knowing that we're going to make it through. And when I make it through, there's going to be something better lying ahead. It's going to make me a better person. And it doesn't matter if no one else can see that. It only matters if you can see it, feel it, and know it. Man, listen, <laughs> you talking good tonight, man. You talking real good tonight. And now what, what I want to do before we transition, I want to give you the opportunity because you were talking about, you know, as we go through these things, we're going to come out better. What What are some things that you have brought out with you with various things that you went through in life? Because I remember on the first two interviews, you really laid everything out. I remember the first interview, we got so caught up in it, we had to do a part two. But what are some things that you, you know what I'm saying? What are some things that you really have learned that you're applying to your life now from your teens, from your 20s, from your 30s? You, you know what's crazy? I, I think we all, when we're kids, when we're young children, we all have a sense of who we are, who we want to be. And that's why we're so imaginative and, and, and we're so creative. When as kids, because we could see ourselves as firefighters, we could see ourselves as superheroes. And if we would have held on to that feeling all the way through our into our adulthood, we probably, for people who did, they they became those things or they've done the things that they wanted to do as kids. And for 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 me, you know, going through all of the things, I I, I had to go and be every, I had to do and be everything that I wasn't to find who I am. And all of the things that I've gone through has kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? It's confirmed something that I always knew. Even as there's this, there was a calling on me. And I think there is a call, I know there is a calling of ministry put on me. And I, I personally don't know how that's supposed to look, how it's going to look, because I'm not a conventional person. Um, my lifestyle is a lot different. And no, I don't believe that who I am, that there's nothing wrong with any of it as far as me. So whether it's homosexuality or any of this, I don't care where anybody says, you know, God made me and God makes no mistake. I was supposed to be everything that I am. And um, for for that, I'm, I stopped running from the calling and I started to embrace it. And I'm just excited to see what, my how how it's going to look for me 
Okay. So I, I, I love that. I love it. And I keep saying, I love it because you talk is so good. Now I totally agree with you as it relates to ministry. I've done ministry to traditionally, and I've done ministry the way that I do it now. Uh, and I totally agree with you. I don't believe that there are any mistakes. It is, you know, God, God knew who I was going to be and he can utilize me in that form for me to be effective in ministry. I think that a lot of people lose the effectiveness of ministry because they try to put themselves in a box that'll be accepted. But when you really embrace who you are, then you can be more effective. So yeah, I like that. I like that. Okay. So now let's talk now. Let's talk about the present. What's going on with Darius now? What's going on with the icon now? Well, I, 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 I sort of had to step off of that school that I feel that maybe because of porn and because of social status, um, especially within my community, kind of put me on. Um, I, I had to let go of social media. Um, I think that by because I did porn, I did give up some of my privacy. Um, there are certain things I can't do. Uh, it really doesn't work in my favor to be on, you know, dating the gay dating sites. And because there's so many people, guys, gay guys out there that know of me and women that know of me. And I don't know who these people are. So I'm I'm constantly target for for a lot of bullshit and and, you know, people who want to hurt me or people who don't like me, people who are obsessed with me or whatever the case, but people who think they know who I am and they really don't. Um and and so I had to remove those things. Um, I had to remove all the things that weren't contributing to me being better. Now, don't get me wrong. I still have a Facebook. I, I still, and I just created a new Instagram, but there's there's rebranding going on. So I am rebranding myself. And I, I, I want, I, I want, especially because I'm still, I'm still, I'm still passionate for acting and I'm still passionate for modeling. Um, are those my main things that I'm I'm seeking for not anymore. Um I, I don't mind auditioning and going to things like that, but I don't I'm I'm going to do it, but I don't want that to be my main focus is myself and my spirit and God's calling. And um again going back to the whole ministry thing, um there is something in the works, um, a YouTube channel. Um and I think this is gonna help me kind of understand how my ministry is going to look um i was blessed with many talents i like to dance i like to sing i like to rap i like to you know do little comedic you know skits um i i i i I like a lot of creativeness and i want to be able to use that to to show people through imagery through emotions through you know creativity how to channel all of the pain and all of the hurt and all of the things that they've been through into something beautiful that other people can relate to. Sometimes you don't actually have to hear something to get the message from it. You can see it and you feel it. And all of us are carrying around all this pain, but we're not channeling channeling it into a way that it's positive enough to make a ripple effect to actually help people dealing with the same thing. And so I, I wanna, that's, that's where everything's working. And then plus I'm not, what I'm not doing is I'm letting my steps be ordered and I'm not forcing things anymore. I'm not even forcing relationships. I'm not even forcing friendships. I'm not 
forcing family shit, not forcing anybody to do anything they don't want to do anymore because I'm only responsible for me. And so that's where I am now being responsible for myself and, and, and bettering myself financially, um, educationally, uh, you know, having, having your own shit, having your own thing, having your own sanctuary, having your own sense of knowing who you are, what you're going to do, what you're capable of doing. All of that is, everything else can fall second to that. Because when I'm sure of myself, everything will fall into place. I'm not out here chasing a bag. Everybody else can be out there and chase that bag all they want to. Because the real truth of it, the bag is supposed to come to you. And that's where I, I am. I'm doing the, the things I need to do so that the bag will come to me. Because you have to put in work to, 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 to get something back in return. And it doesn't always have to be out there running around like a chicken with your head cut off and, and missing substance. So got a little YouTube channel. And um, we'll see what else comes to, into play. I'm, and I think that's where the excitement comes because I don't know everything. So. I know that it will be a lot better than the first couple of chapters of my life. So, yo, okay, okay. I like what you said about not forcing it. And I always talk about when it relates to purpose, one of the things that I had to learn how to do is become a little more fluid with it because I'm a person, I'm a Capricorn, so I like to know a through z before i make a move <laughs> but one thing about purpose <laughs> but, but i'm telling you purpose will teach you you might think you know what's gonna happen but the way that you had it designed is definitely not gonna happen like That's that right so yeah i love that i love that and even with the whole youtube channel and, and showing that creative side of you that's ministry right there for me anyway but showing that whole creative side i remember as you were talking the last time you were on you read us one of your poems you know so just waiting to see everything unfold is definitely going to be a great thing now here's what i want to do before uh we uh conclude the conversation I want to give you the opportunity to tell everybody how they can stay connected to you. I know you said that you're rebranding and everything, but through your rebranding process, what's the best way to remain connected to you? Well, you guys, I do have a brand new Instagram. Um, that Instagram name handle is Darius Lavelle. My bad. I'm sorry. Icon Darius Lavelle. So that's I-C-O-N-D-A-R-I-U-S. L-A-V-A-L-E, Darius, Icon Darius Lavelle. Um, and I also have a Twitter. Um, but Twitter's kind of been on hold because Twitter has become something totally different these days. <laughs> yes, it, <laughs> it really has. <laughs> so even, even, even when I was back in the day and I was doing my thing, I, I honestly, I never used it for what it is now. And so, <laughs> and, and so I'm just... I have a, I, I, in my, my Twitter is the same thing as my Instagram, Icon Darius Lavelle. Um, well, I, I think I'm gonna just kind of let that one sit for a while so I figure <laughs> out how <laughs> I can I can utilize it to work with me and what my purpose is. Um, but that's definitely how you can reach out to me. Um, and for anything else business wise, you can hit me up on my personal, I mean my business email, which is Darius Lavelle Bookings with an S at the end. So DariusLLBookings at gmail.com. Um, and I, I just I just wanted to say that once people, once you start 
once you stop crying and 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 being so upset about something or at someone, yeah, once you yeah. stop it, once you let that go, because guess what? We can sit there and cry for weeks, months, years over something, but it's not going to change the fact of what happened. But right, once you right, just, right. just let it go and say, you know what? I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to be, I'm ready to feel better than I feel right now. And 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 sometimes that takes being by yourself. Sometimes you don't need you don't need to be around everybody. Everybody don't need to be around you. It's like I know I don't I don't I used to hate the fact that I wasn't I wasn't on social media anymore. I don't feel like people were forgetting about me because that's what I used to feed myself. That's what validated yeah. me. But yeah, see, stop, it. stop uh, letting the world validate you. Stop letting this fine man or this fine woman or this money or this job or these people or these things validate who you are. And and I had to stop doing that. And I had to learn the whole process, the whole this season, and learning to be by myself and be okay with it. And I'm not gonna lie, I suffer from loneliness. I, I've been mm. I suffer I've suffered from that since I was a kid. I've always felt mm. alone, even around people. And yeah. I, I've never felt really outside of my, my family. I've never really felt loved or accepted. I've always felt like people look at me and judge me or find something not to like about me when I'm the nicest person. So once I, I, I let go of that, bro, and, I, 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 and it's, been a, it's been a process. I haven't always had great days. There are times I break down crying because I'm 40 years old. I'm single, no kids. Like, I'm just, it's just me. <laughs> and and, and you it. have your moments, but what I can't do is make it worse by going to numb myself or distract myself with something that right. I know ain't good for me. And that's why I started working out, started going to the gym, started getting my gym on. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I, I started being a participant in church again. And um, you know, working out is one of the healthiest addictions that I can have for myself. So. It's all about doing things that you know feed your spirit and feed your flesh in a positive way. So, yeah, and and I'm I'm glad you brought up the working out because I I remember the last interview you were talking about like I hate it but I like the <laughs> results and I can hear even how you your mindset has kind of changed even through that because you didn't talk about it from that space you're talking about it from being a healthy habit so yeah that that's good right there now you said something a while ago I want to hit two of the things that you said before we go you said I'm no longer chasing a bag because the bag is supposed to come to me anyway let's talk from that space just for a minute, because there are a lot of people that are out there chasing the bag, whether the bag is money, whether the bag is likes, comments, whatever it is that they're chasing. How did you come to the space where you understood, I'm not chasing this thing no more. This thing is supposed to come to me. How did you flip the script in your own personal life? I had to humble myself. Mm. I had to, I had to humble myself. I had to stop feeling like it, like it was, I, I was owed it. Like, like I'm supposed to have it. It's supposed to come to me. Like I had to take away, and then I, I stopped. I, when I realized all the money in the world ain't gonna bring you no happiness. All the attention in the world it ain't gonna bring you no happiness. It's gonna bring you a headache. I used to want the popular popularity. I, I used to crave it because I, I it was my validation. If all these people like me or all these guys want me, then I have to be a handsome guy or I have to be a good person. But it, I don't, you don't need none of that to feel that way. 
And once I discovered that that it that I have to be the one to validate myself, even if 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 if, if everybody in the room turns their nose up at me and don't like me, I'm still the shit. Because you had to look at me and get into me to feel some type of way, and I ain't done nothing to you. So you you know, a lot of times we own other people's nasty ass feelings and 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 moods and, and opinions and no one's opinion of you validates you or is the truth. Um, so it's it's just it's really it's really about owning it, owning yourself, owning your life. And for me, I had to do that in order to turn everything around. I had to again take responsibility. Perfect. Now the the last comment that you said, and th- this one really hit heavy. And I said I was going to save this one. You said, uh, and if I say it wrong, correct me. But you said I had to become everything that I wasn't in order to become who I was. Let's talk about that for a minute, because a lot of people get stuck in that first space of being everything that they are not. And they don't seem to transition to becoming who they are. So let's talk about that transition for your life. Okay. So for me, I remember being a, a really shy kid. I remember being, I was, I was, a, I was a happy little kid. I mean, I had my little issues. We all do. Um, but being that person brought me, you know, bullies and it bought me, there's people always treating me mean. And I think that I became something so exaggerated of who I really was. Like, not a, I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not, I did porn, but I'm not a porn star. I actually, I actually really cherish my, my private moments with people that I, I, I've been with intimately. And I actually don't like, like, I, you know, I thought about starting the OnlyFans and everybody asks me, do I have an OnlyFans? And I'm like, I don't have an OnlyFans. I've, I've, you know, and I probably could make good money doing OnlyFans, but you know what? I, the little bit of privacy that I have now in my life, I want to keep it. Like, I don't, I don't, you know, like moments with, with somebody I'm dating, like, no, that shit should not be going for everybody to see. Those are my moments, you know? So, you know, with that, and I'm not a, you know, I've done drugs, but I'm not a drug addict, you know? That's not who I really am, you know? And and I had to discover that by going through it and doing it, and, you know, because I'm not my best person when I'm on that stuff, you know? And it even, it even breaks down further, like, as as far as, you know, the relationships that I'm in, you know, I'm not a weak person. I'm, I, I'm not, though that is not who I am, but I had to go through an abusive relationship to understand that, you know, I think a lot of times you have to break people's opinions of you or, or the, the, what media has done or what society has showed you that this is who you are. Sometimes you have to break those, those, those ideas by going through it. And understanding, you know what? Yeah, this ain't for me. I'm, I'm, I'm good. And for some of those things, we have to keep testing the water and testing the water and testing the water. But eventually, you ain't gonna need to test the water no more because you're gonna come to reality. Yeah, this is definitely not for me. I'm definitely not doing this again. A lot of times that happens when something really drastic happens as a result of you dribbling and dabbling that time around. And you know, sometimes it's death. Sometimes it's, 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 it's jail. Sometimes, sometimes it's a lot of things. But if it if it has to go that far for that to happen for you to realize it, then so God be it. But at the end of the day, 
whatever whatever it takes for you to get it, as long as you got it, then you you're better. Absolutely, absolutely. And I even like how you brought up that how um when it came to social media, you having to take the break because uh even on the dating apps, people thinking they know you because they experienced or watched you in porn, you know, so they think that they know who you are from that moment in your life. And that's one of the things I talk to people about not getting stuck in moments or not allowing others to define you by moments or not allowing yourself to define yourself by moments. And and I love how you have, you know, evolved now and, and, and come to this space where you realize, you know, everything that I went through was helping me to become who I was or who I am. So now and, here's my and, last question. Oh, go ahead. And, and and I want people to know that karma, karma is very real. And I have, I have happened to be lucky enough to witness some other karma that I, that other people have, have, that have done stuff to me. Um, so like for all the guys back in the day when I was doing porn that said all this bad stuff about me because I was doing porn, didn't want to date me because I was doing porn, didn't like me because I was doing porn, now half of them have OnlyFans. So, you know, and then there were the guys that talked shit about me because I was doing drugs or I was on drugs. They probably still would have sex with me while I was on drugs, but still had something to say about me doing drugs. Now, I, I can count on two hands the number of, of those guys that are now on drugs. And the pandemic wasn't nice to any of us. And she, she, I think that pandemic, Miss, you know, COVID kind of came through and showed people, you know, broke some people down. So, you know, I was able to see that stuff. Karma is real. What you put out, you get back. And that goes for me as well. So that was the eye opener this this season as well. So. Yo, I took that serious, but it's the, it's the now they have an OnlyFans themselves for me. No, I'm serious because everybody's porn stars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your name like, is a porn star. <laughs> Your mama might be a porn star. <laughs> but it is so true that everybody has so much to say about it. And and I take it another step. Everybody's had so much negative to say about it, but enjoy it secretly enjoy it you know so it's just that was funny to me though you said everybody's a porn star now so listen here's what i want to do i want you to uh oh no here we go if everybody forgot everything that you said throughout this conversation what is one takeaway you would want them to have from this conversation be brave enough be brave enough and 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 own it own yourself, own your life, own your purpose, own what you know about you. See, nobody else can know as much as you know about yourself. And a lot of times, the things that people think they know about you ain't even the truth. So the truth lies within what you know about yourself and what you know you can do. Own it. Forget what other people may say, feel about it. Because nine out of 10 times, it's a person's opinion and feeling towards you ain't even about you. It's about them. So once I got the, the grip of that, like, stop owning other people's stuff. Okay, this one over here don't like me. Okay, this one over here hurt my feelings. Because at the end of the day, he hurt my feelings because of something he's going through. You know? Or he's not liking me because of something he don't like about himself. So I carried all these people's opinions 
and I kind of mold them into a version of this is who I am and I'm nothing like that. And I think that where I am now is I'm about to show the world who I am because I've already started to show me myself who I am. So That's it. When, when we show ourselves who we are, then we can reveal to the world who we are. Darius, thank you, man. Listen, thank you for I, like I said, those of you that will hear and you're watching it live or you'll hear the replay um, and you heard the other two uh, other two interviews we had or conversations we had, these this is why I'm doing these life updates, because his language changed. You know, his outlook has changed like this is this is so dope to, to experience live, you know, on well camera it's it's dope to experience so what i'm gonna do is if you did not catch the other two interviews i'm gonna put those links in here as well and then if you listen to the podcast or the youtube channel this conversation will be available tomorrow on those platforms as well but darius thank you again for joining us on tonight thank you for sharing so freely man sharing so freely I can't wait for another year and a half to hear the updates, but not just hear the updates, see them as well. I can't wait for this YouTube channel and everything else to unfold in your life. Listening audience, thank you all for joining us on tonight. If it is your first time, do not hesitate to reach out to us and let us know your thoughts on the What Now podcast and the thoughts on this episode. As a matter of fact, I want you guys to text update. Two three zero two six four eight five. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world. Or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major platform directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over a 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to show how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and more. So start your show today by using the link provided in the show notes. This lets Buzzsprout know we sent you, and it gives you an opportunity to receive a $20 Amazon gift card, as well as it helps support our show.